You, you know what I've learned about doing podcasts? You never heard of my podcast. Oh, that's because it's synonymous. Yeah. So one thing I learned about doing podcasts is that you just you just do them. You know what I mean? Okay. You don't like pussyfoot around the bush. No, no, we'll go outside, dude, bro. Come on, oh, man. Sorry, come man. on. I don't know what's going on. You don't gotta don't throw know. all the stuff know, all over the. Oh, this like guy. This guy just rolls into his guest house. I like comfortable chairs. No, we're going. We're going. You gotta bring a couple pillows here. Take your microphone here. Take your microphone. Take your microphone. You need to check your mic anyways. Here you go. Don't don't pull this mic. I still have to bring the laptop, so just just check it. This is Jonathan on Aaron Lux's podcast. No, no, no. I'm anonymous, bro. You can't say that. You can't say that. We gotta edit that out. Hold on. I am anonymous human. I'm not hearing your voice at all. No, you're not. Oh, that's fine. You weren't recording, so it doesn't matter, really matter. Try now. Audio check. There you go. Microphone check. God bless everyone on earth check. God bless everyone on earth check. To another episode of Real Talk Stories, where everybody's got a story. Even this mysterious man in these mysterious hills, on this mysterious land, in these mysterious times. Uh, do you want to give a hand? So just grab that and we'll go for it. Yep. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Go, go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Go, go. Um, hold on, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Just hold on, bro. I'm totally holding. All right. You go ahead and do a little intro if you want. I'm going to set up our little studio really quick. So you can introduce yourself. You can say your name or a different name or anything you want. And I will be back one minute. And our guest today is... Hola. Me llamo Juan. Yo soy de... uh, La Tierra. Y yo voy al sol. Y yo quiero uh, ayudar a la gente del mundo a crecer un mejor mundo por los niños y los niños niños por todos lados y toda gente de todos lados. Y yo soy gringo, sí, puro gringo, pero también tengo corazón y alma indígenas. Entonces yo vengo aquí a hablar con contigo porque tú preguntaste me a venir aquí entonces estoy aquí ¿Qué quieres hablar me llamo Juan me llamo Juan cómo quiere uh so he decided to introduce himself in español pero I have no entiendo what he said which means I have oh, no you idea don't what he speak said speak Spanish all right, well, what yeah, do you I mean, I know, about I know you live in California and everything. Everyone here speaks Spanish. Hey, but in, on, the, in the rest of the United that? States... What are we going to talk about? Uh, what do you mean we want to talk about? Well, what, if, if I'm, I'm, from, I'm from America, yes. Oh, we're making a little thing. Oh, I'm from one. America, yes. Go ahead. What's next? You're not from India. Sometimes I talk with an Indian accent because I find it entertaining and it makes me not take myself so seriously. I mean, it feels like... People take themselves so seriously. Everything is as serious what's and not as serious as you want to talk about, Aaron? Do you like... I don't really find thing? anything interesting anymore. Really? I'm very like, interested in everything. Nothing to me is like, wow. I'm interested in everything, man. 
Like really though, like really interesting. For sure, dude. I think it's unendingly fascinating the entire world and planet. yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, but I think fascination and interest are different. like I can be fascinated and in awe. You know what I mean? Like wow, that's so cool. But it doesn't mean I find it interesting. Okay, so you don't find anything interesting is what you're saying to me? Not really. Damn, that's a sad place to live. No, I'm not sad about it. I know, I'm sad for you. Well, to me, interest motivates a sense of curiosity, and curiosity stems from a place of discontent in a way. Like, oh, I want to figure this thing out, or, you know, like, oh, this I want to explore this. And it's like, sometimes it's just, personally, this is my own opinion. This isn't me saying what's good for you or anybody else on this planet or outside of this planet. You know what I mean? This is just me saying, personally, I find it liberating to not have to be interested in things and to just exist in my existence as everything else exists. To me, it's a it's Well, sort I just of disagree with you. I think you're like maybe like fronting because you are interested in Colombia, as an example. You're interested in real estate. You're interested in passive income. You're interested in tattoos. You're interested in good food. It's not that I'm interested in this stuff. It's just like that's the stuff that I'm I'm working with and on. Well, so that's my point is what you say is interesting or what you're working on. It's like what's our shared meaning? What's our shared language that we can agree on? And for me, our true nature is to be curious about whatever we're interested in, curious about whatever we're drawn to. And so if you are drawn to something, it, you should listen to your soul when it talks to you. Not ignore it. That's my I point. do listen to my soul. Well, that's good then. I do listen to my soul. And actually, it's that listening to the soul that tells me that I am not interested in most things in our in, in general. In most things, but you're interested in, for uh, example, well, in the Illuminati I, and, being, and Freemasonry, I, I right? Say, Aren't you interested in them? You got to talk. Oh, really? I got to talk no just right into it right like that? Said, yeah. Damn, dude. So, I mean, they'll hear it, but it's going to sound... It's cardio mic. You know what's up with cardio mics? Do you mean to hold this? I'll hold this while you do that. I can hold yeah, that. that'd be great. I know. So I want to get like know little teeny mic stands. Yeah, you know? or like, like a headpiece. Headpiece, man. Yeah, but no. The problem with headpieces is headpiece isn't just a headpiece, and there's like wires. It's like an extra set of things. You know what I mean? And the sound quality isn't as good. Like this is about like you need a certain size mic with a certain amount of physical stuff in it to really capture the vocal cords well. You know what I mean? It's like the little mics are, you know, okay for, you know, giving public speeches or something. But anyways, point being is just that, uh, yeah. Cardio so you're not interested like in a lot of stuff, but you are interested. What are you interested in? That's what I want to agree on. So what can we agree that we're mutually interested in? I'm, for example, also interested in the Masonic uh, sex and, and the societies. What? Masonic and, sex? Yeah, there's a variety of... Oh, mas Masonic sex. Sex, yes. Not sex. S C at T S. Sounds like you said you're talking about like no, Illuminati, naughty Illuminati. Eyes party. wide shut style uh, also oh, exists. That's that's yes. a that's a naughty Illuminati it's a party. Thing, yes, there's a whole other style. Yes, it's the naughty party. More like into Illuminati. Oh, so naughty, naughty, yes. but not like naughty dreadlock. I don't know much about anything, dude, but uh, <laughs> I have been to Tulum, <laughs> and I have met some probably uh, high people in my life. And high, like from smoking well, crazy that's the th resin, thing. Or like what, high, what like makes high somebody, powerful. Well, exactly. Like what makes somebody high? Um, you know, powerful. Are they influential in some way? And if so, in what way? In capacity? There's different ways. There's different avenues to power. Exactly. Obviously. So, which ways are you? Interested? I think there's only one supreme avenue of power, though. Is that spiritual? God? Well, I just think there's only one true definition of power in the physical world. Which is? 
uh, amount of influence you have over others. That's how you define it? I would say. Oh, I don't agree. Uh, well, what's your definition of power? Well, I don't know. There's so many definitions. It depends uh, I'm on what I it said specifically, like, if, I were, if you were to give a general definition about what the definition of power would be here in the third dimension. Well, I would say you could say it's like energy. It's like a physical formula function of caloric mass to heat something. You know, like that's what power, like our I'm body, about the power. glucose. What's that? The power. The power. Yeah, I mean, like you're talking about influential. You're talking about like politics and stuff. And like that's all very like cool for sure. Like I'm interested in it too. But what I'm trying to find out from you, Aaron, like let's just. Pretend. What are you building here? Let's just pretend for a second, man. Ah, oh, there you go. Let's just pretend for a second that you... Johnny. Yes. Yes, Johnny. Like, see? I see Johnny? Yes. Let's pretend, Aaron. This is a, it's a part of you. Okay, it's a part of me. That uh, you have access to any kind of information by hanging out with me right now. And I can, I can channel for you. Or something like that. What do you want to know? Could you man? change the channel? Yeah, what do you want to know? Oh, what do I want to yeah, know? Yeah, like if you could oh, well, learn about anything or know about anything, what are you curious about? What do you want to know? Personally, I'm not sure there's much I, I want to know. You could I have like a conversation with anybody However, besides me. However, for the good of humanity, for the good of hu our collective humanity, okay. I would like to ask what... The easiest and quickest way to world peace and everlasting harmonic bliss of our collective. That's business. a great question. I'm interested in that too. So the the quickest way to world peace. <laughs> I would say that's probably, but not just world peace. It can't just be like a forced peace. It can't be. This is like I'm talking about like harmonic peace. You know what I mean? You're talking about harmonic peace. Yes. You got some blue rocks over here. That's it matches your hairband. Yep, the blue rock. Okay, so what's the most efficient path to world peace? Yeah. Well, no, it was a two part. You can't have one without the other, or else it's not complete because you could have oppression. You can have peace through force, which is oppression. What okay. I'm talking about is like an everlasting peace and harmonic vibration of our collective humanity. You know what I mean? Like, what will really bring that sort of like harmonic bliss? With that everlasting peace. Harmonic bliss with everlasting peace. Essentially, yes. That's that's a deep question, dude. I don't have an answer for sure. And that'd be cool if I had any kind of an answer for that kind that kind of a question. Um I've thought a lot about um the most efficient way to world peace or or somehow improving the system like the, where you get the most bang for your buck whether it's like educating all women or <laughs> so that they have an equal place in society you know so that they can have an equal place in the workforce and the economy and we can elevate ourselves collectively out of poverty by you know participating in, in an equal way with the feminine on earth instead of oppressing them and stuff and so i think that's that's like if i could flip my fingers i would ba say balancing the relationship with the feminine and the masculine for me oh, yeah. would be 
the thing, but in terms of implementation and how to effectively work that, you'd really have to go to the narratives and the story of our society, and then you're well, getting okay. into when you advertising. Say our society, you mean collective meaning humanity, collective, yeah, mean collective like humanity. Western, and the, no, like every, every everybody on Earth, like everybody on Earth. What we're talking about, what how we're how we're talking about sex and love and ancestors and descendants and what? future and religion and God, all of these things, our culture. Like, like our culture has become somewhat homogenized in this modern era. And, and so there's, I see what you're saying. Like there's this way of gaining peace. That's not like what the kind you want, like oppression, right? Like maybe you can say the rehabilitation centers in, in China, where they're taking all the uh, Muslims and converting them to not be extreme Muslims, but to be good Chinese citizens, right? Like maybe that's a bad kind of peace, but it still could be considered peace. So what I'm what I'm what I'm really curious about, for example, would be uh, how to incentivize world peace through economics, and by that I mean to make peace more profitable, to engineer a way, whether it's through subsidies and government grants and corporate. Oh, in the same way that people can profit here off works, or profit here off peace, there's yes, more yes, of a motivation. Yes, and you can profit off carbon offsetting. You can co profit well, off peace. Have, no, actually. So I've been looking at buying a lot of land in South America. Okay. And you can actually get paid really well to buy rainforest and just leave it as it is. Like carbon credits are real and applicable down there. Who pays you? Who pays you? Yeah. It's a good question. The government or who? Uh, the, oh, the, uh, I believe it's the World Trade Organization. Pays you through grants from the United Nations. Interesting. Sounds legit. Could be. Well, it is if you want it, if you choose it to be. So that's like better than getting paid off clear cutting. Dude, do you know how much a redwood tree, bro? It's crazy. <coughs> it's crazy. Redwood trees, people illegally log them and sell them for, I don't even want to say how much because then people are going to be motivated to illegally log them. But a lot of money, bro. So if the, if, if it could be just as profitable to, to protect nature and protect animals and protect the environment as it is to harm it, It'd be pretty incredible. That's it. That's it. So, so let's think about. Please that don't for get a any second. of that on the mic because okay. I travel and they always check these things because yeah, they, they look like they're. There's something. They yeah, could be some. Yeah, they're long careful. metallic objects with. Yeah, long metallic objects with wires and yeah. You want to hold it for a sec? Yes. This is. Not everybody's just gonna be hanging up in the mountains of California for the next few, you know, weeks or months. They got oh, yeah. some people have to go deal with. Some people who are traveling internationally. Got to deal with, you know. Like micrograms of Keith all over the the microphones. Yeah. No. Micrograms of Keith on their microphones. So that sounds a nice ring to it. Yeah. Okay, Do you want something? You want you want a towel for your hands? Mm. Or what? You could put one on if you feel more comfortable. You put one on. You're gonna yeah, put, a put a towel on. <laughs> I'll grab it. I mean, maybe just because I mean, you would know better than I would. Are your fingers sticky? Or you can just, you know, what I mean, you can hold it like this, and then I can go get you a towel. Uh, that's not gonna, that's not sustainable, but uh, hold on. I think it's sustainable, bro. Do you though? Look at this. This is good. Look at this. Hey, look at this. This is look good. at this guy. So, so look at this guy. Carbon, oh, there you go. You're gonna pull it up. No. I thought about it, bro. I 
some patchouli, uh, pink Himalayan salt, and rose uh, to go ahead and dab your fingers in. Thank you, thank you. It's fine. It's purified. It's um, it's purified. It's uh, it's um, what's it called? Not decantered. Thanks, man. Anyways, where were we? What do you want to talk about next? Uh, I'll put this bullshit away. If you could make one change on the world, what would you change? Your oil? Do testes even have oil? Of course not. <laughs> they don't have any oil? No, man. No oil. Never really? have to change oil with those cars. Really? Man, you knew get no gas, but no oil? They gotta have oil. How does this engine turn? You don't have to research it. But, but for sure, no oil needed, right? How, you've had your Tesla two years, no one's ever mentioned oil. Correct. You went, you take it to Tesla, they're like, nope, just got to fix this little thing, nothing to do with oil. Yep. That's amazing. That's amazing, huh? You know, there's a lot more amazing things. You know, something that I find very amazing is how we all agree that aliens are real and UFOs are real, and yet no one seems to be very interested in this. Well, this is what I was talking about earlier. Nobody's really that interested in anything anymore. Some people are. Some okay, the battery's dead now, for sure. I told you, dude. Well, where's your charge? You got a micro USB on that? I've got micro every kind of everything. Well, there you go. Get a micro. Well, you could have... Bro, you could have okay. told me we'll that. do it later. It's all good. I mean, I can literally have it plugged in in five minutes, but it's the thing is my outlet plugs are in a different... Mm. Oh, you know what? I've got one right here. You want me to charge it up? Okay. I've got one actually right here. It goes to my, um, my mini projector. Do you like mini projectors? I love mini projectors. I haven't used them enough. If we are podcasting, where is this podcast going to live? How do I listen to this thing? What do you mean, bro? It lives on the internet. Which which portal? Which platform? All platforms, Spotify, I, uh, Apple Podcasts. Where's um? Probably inside. <laughs> huh? You don't have an outdoor. You don't I have don't an outdoor outlet. You have to look. That'd be great if you had one. Is there one there? I don't see any. No. So, jo uh, wait. What are you going with, Jose? Yeah. Yes, yeah, Juan. 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 Juan bro, bro, bro. Dude, bro. This is a sloppy setup. No, it's got not. Going, man. No, Sitting on the ground and stuff. Yes, because we're outside. Okay, here we go. Don't don't blame don't, move. don't blame the setup. Anymore. Just look where you're going, and then you don't have to blame okay. people's. Okay, I'll look where I'm going. You gotta blame other people. Sounds good. A little cookie pie, it's a little marshmallow cream pie. There it is. There, Mike's. Oh, it's a little. Oh, it's a little oh, 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 bro. Oh, bro. Oh, bro. The plugs are so like weird and spacey. How long do you need to charge it for? Probably like five minutes. You got a little pookie pants over here. 
Oh, Rio. Can I sit here? Is it structurally That's good, sound? man. I think so. Okay, so here's some stuff I'm interested in. You want to hear it? Sure. Let's hear it, bro. Okay. We're up here. We're in the mountains. So it seems it seems like. Um, There was there was a conspiracy to cover up the fact that Jesus was a psychedelic cult, meaning the Eucharist, when he gave it to you to initiate you into the gospel, was actually an ego-killing sacrament, plant, botanical technology similar to ayahuasca, the Soma, the Vedas, the Illusion Mystery Schools of Greece. These are traced now to the book The Immortality Key and how in Kodlepte Teple or whatever you call it in Turkey, these ancient, ancient peoples were using psychedelic plants and in Greek, Greece era, everyone was tripping all the time. Like it was all about how high you could be in some other way or form. It was different kinds of plants. That and how like, to access God and spirits. It was probably and just different, mushroom mushrooms, right? It was for sure. But I think the reason Jesus is cult specifically was successful was because he went to India to get the um, the herbal formula from the Vedic masters there and so he went back and he had a unique Eucharist his Eucharist when you ate it originally would essentially forever change you to be like an upgraded kind of person connected to a higher dimensional plane of existence and consciousness to God like an antenna for God and the church didn't actually, when the church was formed, it was essentially an extension of the government. The Roman government, the empire said, how do we preserve our government across this vast land with all these different people, all these different religions? Well, we convert everyone to Christianity. And then it's the church that rules, not the government. And we have our own public appointed thing. So so, the, so it shifted its, its dynastic power into a spiritual plane. And, and so I, f I find it very interesting because they... They raped the, the the true nature of of Jesus's mission and and stuff, but it, it 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 persevered. And so the witch era, they were killing witches because they were preserving psychedelic con herbal concoctions. Do you know that? Do you know that? Uh, well, I know about the church's persecution of uh, naturalists. There you go. Naturalists uh, is another way to say it. Well, yeah, because the church would accuse a lot of a naturalist as being witches, and that's why they would burn them. Mm. But not all naturalists were necessarily doing things that people would consider Wiccan, right? People associate, when you say witch, they associate witch with Wiccan. They sort of Wiccan with, like, the dark arts. Mm. I mean, I don't, but... Yeah, yeah, but a lot of people, they hear witch, and they're like, bah, bah, the witch, the dark yeah. arts, right? Yeah. The dark spells, when really it was any naturalist. It was anyone that found God in nature or anyone yeah, that found God anywhere true. else other than the uh, established... Um, structures of the quote-unquote church yeah but that was way pre-christianity you can't blame christianity christianity is actually a wonderful thing in the beginning because i mean you got jesus jesus well, christ no, I love was jesus but i'm just right. interested in like the sumerian so, scriptures that's way pre -Jesus. the babylonian that's scriptures and the, the the fact that there are there's these commonalities across the world and these ancient myths around the planet and the floods and the graham hancock kind of version of prehistory where there was in the 25,000 BC, 35,000 BC, there were these ancient empires that were globally expansive. And one of the reasons that they say that linguistically is because in all languages across the world, Sunday still means Sunday and Monday means Monday. And so even though you might pronounce it differently, the fact that we just have the same days for the week across all these different regions oh, suggests... Bro. 
uh, one point there was a common language like the Babylonian language. Right, but the language was numbers. It wasn't numbers. It wasn't letters. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why numbers are universal. Oh. One is, like, Sunday is Sunday, Monday, Monday, but you say it different. But, like, oh. one is a one. Uh. I mean, yeah, Sunday and Monday, yeah, yeah, seven days in a week. Because moon years. is Monday, moon day. And sun is sun, like sun. Right, and the rest are just, you know, in oh, between. No. <laughs> <laughs> that part out yet. Yeah. We got a Monday and Sunday. I only made it Sunday uh, and Monday. Yeah. What's weird is that sun that the sun is at the end and the moon is in the beginning. Right? Mm-hmm. You would think like, oh wait, what well, shouldn't it be Sunday then Monday? Yeah. What's up with that? Well, Sunday is actually the first day of the week if you look back. That's right. Mm-hmm. It started on Sunday. Yeah, you rest and then you go into it, and your rest is like your well, no, pre-birth. Well, the Sabbath is Friday and Saturday, according yeah, to the Hebrew. end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the end. That's your and yeah. Sunday's the start. Yeah, you work on. Sunday. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 If you're yeah. Jewish. Yeah, yeah. Zoroastrian, and speaking of Jews, but the Zoroastrianism was were predating the Jews. Uh, Zoroastrians were considered. For those that don't know, this what is now present day Iran. The Zoroastrians were considered the first sort of hierarchical organized religion. And monotheistic, right? The first monotheistic. The first monotheistic religion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 the Israelites were a lot around before quote unquote Judaism. So, you know, that's where, right? Like people say, oh, uh What are you looking up? I was looking up Zoroastrians, uh, since you were talking about them. You're right on point. The Iranian. Yes, dude. I'm um, aware. They were in this. They were. They were. But I I thought they were. I thought they they predated. They were in the Greek. They're in the Babylonian area as well. Yes. And? And even Jesus Christ identified as a Zoroastrian. Fair. That's a cool little tidbit of info. Yeah, the Christians, following a Jewish tradition, identified Zoroaster with Ezekiel, Nimrod, Seth, Balaam, and Baruch. Okay. Anyways. Nice little yeah. tidbit. Of, so, so Jesus was a Zoroastrian. I mean, was according Jesus, to according to whoever put that in the here, Wikipedia article. Here's the thing. Do you think Jesus had children with Mary? Do you think he... With the Virgin Mary? Well, do you think with... No, Mary Magdalene, the whore, the sacred whore. Oh, well, I mean, a sacred whore that sounds like a good person to have kids with. Right, the one who's next to him in the Last well, Supper? Well, you got to think, back then, probably, and I can't say for sure, but they would probably call anyone that had sex outside of wedlock a whore. So Mary could have just been a woman who liked sleeping with people without being married to them. There you go. And they would have called her a whore. Today, you you're go. just hanging yeah. out. But she, yeah, so she was with Today, with it would have just been though. Mary of Mary's hanging out. Do you think they had out. kids? I don't know. Do you think that was part of, like, the Mordovingian royal line in France? Or no, you don't know anything about them? Nothing about them, huh? What about the Crusaders, man? The Crusaders what, were about the... Jesus's well, kids? Well, because the Crusaders are the, the rites, the Templar, and they were there, I thought, to preserve Mary's the offspring, Jesus's offspring. Yeah, but the, the Crusaders came after, way after Jesus. Well, of course. But why did they, what did they go like, there to get? The Crusaders didn't go there. To, uh, they go, they, they went to get the sacred shit out of Jerusalem, right? No, no, no. They were they were there to provide uh, security and infrastructure and payments, and they were basically an extension of. To generalize, you say they're an extension of the French, the French oh, and English Roman. Too? It was like a French and Roman alliance because the Romans had the had Ro- had a Rome in the Vatican. Yeah, and they were basically. Sort of giving them spiritual uh, merit. They were basically giving them like sort of spiritual legitimacy, and they were while being funded by like the French 
empire of the time. And then obviously, you know, the story of that, right? The king, king, the king of France at the time turned on the crusaders and the crusaders like beheaded him a year after he be they beheaded the, do you know about this story? Not that particularly that one actually. I'm not, I'm not well yeah. versed. No. Yeah. Well, anyways, yeah. The crusaders essentially were basically just, uh, supply protection and loans for the, uh, oh, I thought they went there to get the sacred artifacts and treasures from the, the uh, uh, from the, the the raiding Muslims to preserve the truth and the family lineage of Jesus and Mary, and import them so that they would breed within the royal bloodlines of the French dynasty and uh, create a new. I mean, that was what I thought, and I thought that was somewhat related to the Knights Templar because they were preserving Mary Magdalene's bloodline. Maybe I got that from the Da Vinci Code. What do you think? Um, the Knights Templar came way after the Crusaders. The Knights Templar were, but that's what they came. But they came from the Crusaders. They were an outgrowth. The yeah, Crusaders they... discovered something in Jerusalem, and out of that discovery, they formed the Knights Templar. It was so sacred that it changed everything. Yeah. What do you think they found? Oh, I think they were just providing. I think they were just providing loans and bankrolling the uh, the Western influences in the Israel Empire. Really? Yeah, they were fucking essentially crusaders, bro. <laughs> That's what they do. You Maybe. know? Yeah. In the name of the white church, essentially. Um, as far as what they discovered there, I do know the last time I was in Israel, I was in Jerusalem at King Solomon's temple, or I mean, uh, uh, yeah, King Solomon's temple where, where now the, the, the dome of the rock is or the temple mount. I've been and there. It's awesome. What would, what, how yeah, was your so experience? You know, you know, there's a new, there's new tunnels that have just been open to the public that there's this whole underground network below, uh, below, uh, King Solomon's temple. So I do think that they, you know, there was a lot of things going on there, but I think as far as any sort of tangible physical item that was brought back to Western Europe, uh, almost all of that, <laughs> almost all of those items exclusively went to the Vatican, which that sort of methodology of taking religious artifacts from other places and shipping them to the Vatican you know, storing them in the Vatican Museum, which you can see to this day, has been going on since the uh, since you know Catholicism began, essentially. Um, so, you know, I try not to romanticize too much about the no the the Knights Templar. I do know that there was some that seemed like there were some pretty cool guys within that organization that were into some pretty cool stuff and weren't necessarily like you know in full uh, submission, you know, to the cross and to the church, um, which sort of led into the Illuminati, which was the self-empowerment um, of oneself through the light of God, which essentially, you know, the, the, the Catholic Church feared greatly because it was saying, hey, you don't need to go into this institution and, you know, pay these guys money to be connected with God. You can just exist out in nature and be connected with God. That's why the Illuminati uses the same like eye that Jesus is depicted with and things like that, which is the eye of God. 
The, Catholic, the Catholic Church actually used that eye as well, and in Catholicism is called the Eye of Providence. It was used to try to unite all the different branches of Catholicism in the 1700s. Um, but that that too was was looked at differently. I, I think fundamentally the sort of the organization changes. Originally, they were very much like obedient to the quote unquote church and to Western interests, and then I think a lot of them started to get exposed to sort of you know you know mysticism and you know sufism and different things and ideas there and they became sort of independent thinkers um and that's when it sort of went a little bit in the nice templar and that's when you know the king of france turned in a conspiracy with the vatican to murder the nice templars and that <laughs> led to the king of france getting his head cut off and a revolution in the renaissance of the 1700s believe it was the 1700s maybe it's 1500s anyways p point being uh how that how that relates to uh to today where we're at um is that that's you know when the illuminati was established in 1776 which is the same year the united states was established but Illuminati was established in bavaria which is now modern-day germany and there's a book it's called the bavarian illuminati it was written in 1776 it's a physical book um and that's what what that's what led to sort of the Catholic Church saying, "Oh, Illuminati is devil worshippers," because it's the same sort of tactics that they use to say, "Oh, if you're a naturalist, you're a witch, and we're going to burn you the stake," or, "Oh, you you're an Incan and you pray to a sun god, we're going to take a, your golden statue." Because you're, th you're a threat to their established power. Yeah. Well, not just that, but you have things they want. Uh huh. Right. So you're a threat to their power because of your sovereignty and your connection, direct connection to God or direct connection to nature, or whatever. Right. You don't feel like you don't you don't feel like you have to go into a church and pay your money and repent and do all that. So that was a threat to their established order. And then you have like naturalists and stuff. And that's how it gets in the ninth century. It's like people. Right. It's like if people try to treat things naturally or have a natural diet, people are like, oh, like that's weird. Like if you were if someone was driving on the street and someone picked an apple off a tree and ate it, someone might think that they'd be like, that's weird. But if someone's eating like a Big Mac, people think that's normal. Quote unquote. I'm not saying you personally think that's normal. I'm just saying the what general about population. Aliens, though? What about aliens? So that is the extension of the Catholic Church. I thought it was interesting that the Catholic Church came out a few years ago and said if there were aliens, they could be saved by Jesus. I thought that was interesting. We might have to go inside, but this, these buzz saws are going to be annoying on the thing. Are you sure you want to go in there? Probably should. Um, <coughs> You grab this. <coughs> we just you can leave the phone. Just grab that thing. <laughs> yeah, just grab that. How long is that thing gonna be going on for? I have no idea, man. You don't know? You I don't know. You don't know what they're doing out there. No idea. I think we're supposed. I mean, but we're we're supposed to be in this. It's been a half hour or so, but we could go for another few minutes. Why? What happens then? I don't know. Uh, what happens then? After that time. What are we doing after a podcast? You're saying? Yeah, like what's the rush? Oh, I don't have a rush. You sound like you got a rush. Oh, man. You sound it's rushing. Fun. This is such a nice bet, bro. It was like it so... So my friend whose house I'm at, by the way, has an amazing guest, guest house. And um, yeah, sit on that pillow instead of the pillow that I put my head on when I sleep. Thank you. So like, let me just rub my butt on your head pillow. And his bed is so comfortable. It's like, like a firm water bed. And the guest house is like... It's right above this little observatory he has. And at night, it's so quiet and dark. It's really great. 
it's the closest thing to going back to the womb you can probably get without like it being gross. Like it's really comfortable. It's like the sheets are nice. It's dark. It's quiet. It's cool. Oh, you know what? Speaking, do you want to shoot a music video at your other place, at your castle? Sure. Let's do it. Let's do a, a music video with Aquarius Wave. Okay. Sure. It would be really cool. It would be really cool, and it'll be like shot at, <laughs> shot at Longview. Sure, let's do it, man. Sure. I gotta organize that. I might have to delay my flight a day by an extra day to do it. So I'd probably have to go down and get him from uh, the Bay Area. What should we? Oh, you probably don't want to help organize it, huh? I'll have him organize it. I'm just thinking it'd probably be cool, like just him in the video. Like not like a bunch of people, like just him doing trippy stuff. And then we'll have the this guy in post-production add cool effects. You got to come to my uh, office. I got an office in town here. And there's a green room, fully wrapped green room, bigger than this whole thing, man. It's like like three of these rooms size, maybe four of them. Oh, yeah. I thought we were going to do some uh, metaverse stuff yeah, while we, we're here. We, yeah, we should go to the green room uh, tomorrow. You want to check the green room out? My buddy's got a, a sick... He's got a sick camera set up. I've got, dinner, I've, got, I've got a dinner in Sacramento tomorrow scheduled. Well, you could do it in the morning or something midday. Well, you're morning, yeah, midday because your morning midday, is... Yeah. I'll be, I got some meetings in the morning, but we can, we can definitely well, get... morning for you is like sunrise. Yes, exactly. Yes. So, Precisely. like lunchtime. Yeah, when you break, when you wake up at lunchtime, you can we can head over there, or you can meet me over there. And uh, I just want to tell you, man, heart to heart, real talk. <laughs> I love you. And, Thanks, bro. And I, and I care I care about you. Thanks, and, and bro. I, and I'm happy that you're you know not just surviving but thriving. Like you're charting your own way. <sighs> discovering who yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm starting to get a little achy, to be honest. Well, you're getting old. It's okay. But I'm not that old. No, but you are, because you're, 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 every day you get older. Because I did older, a lot of crazy stuff. And every day you get older. But the point is that it's good to see you, man. It's been a long time. It's good to reconnect. <laughs> and, man, let's let's just uh, be more on, like, the quarterly yeah. or the biannually instead of the every few years. But I know COVID threw a wrench in everybody's plans. Uh, LB, that's but, the B in LGBTQ, right? Biannual? Yes. Oh, that's biannually. It's it's a bi. It's a the it's B just is any for of the bi. Yeah. It can be bicarbonate. It could be uh, by 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 pedestrian or by. It could be like baking soda, bicarbonate, right? Could be by bicycle. Polar. Yes, bipolar bear. <laughs> could be uh, a bipolar bear. Could be bi bi baby bird. A bye bye Miss American Pie. Any of those would work. You could put the Chevy to the. Took the Chevy to the levee, but and drive all the way. The levee was dry. All of these work. So, well, but, but the what? But the buy you're talking about is biannual. And and so twice this, a year. So the aliens for me, Aaron. Have you ever had contact of any kind with a non-human intelligence? Is there another one of those pillows, bro? You're making that pillow look really good, dude. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, whatever's easiest. Whatever's easiest. If that one's easier, is that one easy for you? No, it's not. That. <laughs> So, have you ever had contact of any kind? What's a, if, if so, what, what do you got? Why are you asking? What do you mean, why am I asking? We're having a conversation. <laughs> it feels so interesting to ask. Have you so had any contact with... Uh, this is, we're interviewing you, not me here, buddy. Oh, I didn't realize. It's actually not even an interview, to be honest. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just... Two people so hanging you're, out. So clearly you have Just and you're not comfortable talking about it. That's okay. Out. So you, you're, you've you had contact but you're not comfortable talking about it. 
uh, it's okay. A lot of people have had contact and they're not comfortable talking about it or they're not even conscious that they've had it. They can't remember it. They don't know what, what it would be to have had contact because frankly, we are constantly in contact with the metadimensional reality known as the cosmos, which has these advanced mm. life forms in it that we can't perceive because they're beyond our trans, you know, temporal bandwidths of perception. Someone said, and I thought I learned a graph notes too, that we only see like 1% of the light spectrum. Uh, it's 4, 4%. I is that true? Four, yeah. is it that is, true? yes, yes. That's why we have instruments, you know, like infrared and other things to measure. The so that means there's other. 96% of everything that is visually possible to see. <laughs> Humans' we don't eyes see. don't see, you know, but, you know, if you're an eagle, you might see more. If you're a legal eagle flying free through the sky, you might have a bigger bat. What if, you have, what if you have eagle eyes? Well, that's how eagles have. They do have eyes. Yes. Yes, that's true. So you would never wear like an eagle eye necklace, right? I I don't usually use the word never, Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's so, fair. Like. You you most likely wouldn't, but there could be a time. I have no agenda here. <laughs> you just exist as you are. But I've had a lot of contact with uh, aliens over the years. Do you think it's weird? It's called contact. Like, why can't it be protact? Like, why does it be con? Like, con. It seems like it's a negative connotation. You know what I mean? That's a good question. You have to look at the etymological. All right, roots well, let's of talk about your contact. Okay. Contact. Yeah. All right, let's talk about your escape contact. Well, there's all, all kinds of advanced <laughs> intelligences contact. in the universe, and I think that if you're limiting yourself to... Um, Planetary species? Pop cultures, pop culture medias, has no uh, oh, definitions what of what... Yeah, what aliens non, are, like yes. the creatures. Then what you're essentially yeah. getting is getting programmed to be very fearful. Wait, you think there's people program people? programmed to be very fearful of any advanced non-human being. Fear is the controller. It is. It is. Well, you know, actually, that, you know, they're called programs for a reason. You know, like we are programmed. And generally, like our DNA is programmed. There's strands of code. You know, we are biologically programmed. We're just not necessarily biologically programmed by a uh, a written code. You know, well, maybe just not a code that we can read or understand or know. But uh, there certainly is someone. Maybe you could call it God. I definitely think we're bred by aliens, though. If that's what you're asking, I think we're. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, I would believe like the scriptures that seem, and all the evidence seem to suggest that. Well, it's just like when you just look at the basic facts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. 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 Yeah, it looks like... I can get you some new around lungs Around a quarter want. million years ago, 250,000 years you ago. You see Prometheus? Maybe 400,000 years I have, yeah. That seems relatively accurate. Yeah. It seems like possible. Totally. Maybe not in that exact way, obviously, but that's a pretty good, like... Cinemagraphic representation of the idea of how things happened. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why I prefer gold over like paper dollars. What about Bitcoin? Yeah. You got, you got any cool. Bitcoin? Maybe. But you got definitely got gold. 
I I I do I do have uh I I do I do find I I I do think that Bitcoin is not it's most likely a good investment, not a bad investment. I say there's a higher percentage chance that it's a good idea to hold Bitcoin than to tend to not. Like if you look at the upside, like if you look at the idea, if what people are saying about Bitcoin is true, which it seems to be the proponents of it, and then the upside of holding Bitcoin is a lot higher than that. The, the worst thing that happens on a downside is it goes to zero. Worst. Yeah. Yeah, but totally. Like mathematically, it can't actually go to zero ever. Like it's mathematically impossible for it to go to zero based on the numbers. Anyways, the point just being, the potent the downswing is way less than the upswing. Like I'd 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 much rather I'd much rather have way too much and have it go to zero than not have any and see it like go all the way. You know, and be mm-hmm. like, oh, this is the only thing that has any value right now. Or it has way more value than most other ideas of what we consider currency. That you know, what I mean, like it's so. Yeah, I hold. I've got some coin. Itch. That's what I'll say. Nice, um, but I don't. I don't. I, I don't have it for for overly speculative reasons, and I don't treat it as a as a stock or a currency. I I, I have it as a store of wealth. Like I just <laughs> I keep it as as you know. Yeah, but that's like the, the issue with any anything like. Are you gonna go spit? No, I'm just sitting up, man. The the issue with anything like that is that why why real estate is the most appealing to me of all things is because it's one of the only things you can hold that you can gain income on while you're holding it. That's that's I would like, agree with like you there. Mathematically, yeah, I agree with you there. There's nothing. What else can you really hold and gain income off while holding the asset, which is the store of value? You know, you, yeah, it would be like, let's say, a laundromat or, you know, any other kind of business that's producing income whilst also... But you know, businesses are not the stores of value. What's the store of value is the physical property the business owns. Correct. So, like, if you had, like, whether it's an apartment building that's a rental or a commercial building that's, you know, shops, there's still... It's still well, real estate. Well, and, Bitcoin, and, you can you can, you can can you can loan Bitcoin at, like, 6 to 7%. Or 10% or whatever you can agree someone to loan it at. But 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 I'm saying like automatically through a platform. Yeah, I know I've Not, done it. Yeah, if you, I'm looking for good recommendations actually for mm. the for what people think the best um um the best I would say hot wallet or and or exchange that gives you the highest interest rates or staking um percentages. Yeah. Let me know what you learn. You're gonna probably learn more. Now. I learned that Crypto.com was the best, and then suddenly all of nowhere they fucking half their interest rates. Mm. I'm like, wait a second, the Fed almost doubled, and you guys are halving? Well, you guys are all fucking with us? What is this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you were looking at 6% on BTC. Yeah, that was good. And 12% on USD. See? Mm-hmm. And now it's like 2% on BTC. It's less than half. And yeah. it's like 3% on USDC. Still. Two percent on BTC is better than yeah, well, zero yeah, percent. You have to hold it in a hot wallet that you just fucking a third party's holding it. Yeah, that's true. It's not cold storage, that's so it's right. not really like you don't want to have any that much out there. It's true. So I mean, one to two percent a year. It's like you. So okay, so you got to keep it. You got to risk that coin for fifty years to get the value of what that coin is. That's right. When you look at it like that, you're like, would you, you know what I mean? Would you keep your Bitcoin on? Well, you're going to hold it for 50 years anyway, aren't you? It's just the odds of a hot wallet not getting hacked in the next 50 years is like, yeah, right. There's so many get hacked so much, but lately actually it doesn't seem to be have been much hacking. 
Yeah, it's a good question. I don't know. You have to read the fine print in the in the bylaws of the, <laughs> the contracts so that you sign. Uh, but I I don't know, Aaron. We probably only got a few more minutes here before I got to start oh, wrapping yeah. up to get he's, the boys into the Juan, like, Juan is a is a papa. Juan, yeah, I'm a dad. Poppy, I got to get the boys into the bath. It's a it's a daily Wait, you thing. said your your partner was gonna bathe. She's them. she's gonna she's gonna help bathe them. I know, but they're not bathing yet, and I'm. Here. Are you gonna come hang out afterwards post bathe? Of course, to... man. We 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 no, hanging. You always go to bed so early, bro. Well, I'm gonna hang out at nine. I like your I hairstyle. That's your hair's really rocking right now. Thanks, dude. You got a good look going on there. Trying to vibe it for the show. The show for the show. Yeah, it's trying to vibe it for your show. You know, look oh, really good yeah. for the audio visual. Totally. Oh, we're all recording this, right? You know, this is also a video. Yes, exactly. It's we've got a vis- visible camera. Yes, <laughs> visible camera. That's why I wore this outfit. I noticed because it's the same one you've been wearing for two days. It's a really good one. That's why. <laughs> it's very comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Those pants suit you well, which is nice because they're on you. Yes. So it's good they suits you well. If it didn't, it annoying. makes it more apparent that I'm not like everyone else. Does it though? That's what it feels like to Up me. Up here, it looks like everyone else. My pants are sort of make me stand out. They're like, yo, that guy's like half zebra. <laughs> it's like urban zebra. Yeah. Like, like urban zebra pants. So you want to wrap the show up? I mean, I think, I think, I think we just—if there's anything I'll, else that we want to, we want to cover, what would it be before we wrap? Well, up? there's a lot going on in the world right now that we didn't even get into. Like what? What do you want to get into? Well, Elon Musk just bought Twitter, for one. I think that's great. I'm happy about it. <laughs> I'm excited to use Twitter now. I think I've never used Twitter before. Now I think I will. Are you going to? Yeah. Did you hear Tesla's offering like a free, uh, like you, it's free recharge? You can charge your tweet account for free. I didn't hear that yet. Yeah, it's just all runs off the internet. Hmm, you heard of the internet? It's dope, dude. Hmm, interesting. The internet is like, bro, you just like type something and it goes all over the world instantly through this invisible network. I don't even know if Elon's human, bro. It is too weird. It is too weird. And people are like, oh yay, but you know how it's just it's just basically the same thing as Bezos buying the Washington Post or Rockefeller buying the uh you know New York Times or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like uh, Rubart, you know, Murdoch having, you know, Fox. Dude, someone was explaining. I was listening to this uh, New York Times special about how much like a hundred billion dollars really is. And it's like. You'd have to make fifty thousand dollars a year since like the Byzantine time. <laughs> so, like, it's like some kind of like impossible like thing for any mo- like it's so much you know what i mean mm-hmm. like way more than a single person totally <laughs> like musk is now i believe considered to be the wealthiest person that's ever existed in the history of humanity for sure yeah that's but it's like, all relative well relatively what's yeah. wealth it, no, relatively and unrelatively. Yeah, I mean, his 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 Tesla went down 124 billion today alone, just because of uh, his Twitter acquisition. It, Tesla value dropped in this year. 120 billion off tw- Tesla's market cap. What percentage cap. is that though? I don't know, man. You know what I mean? Is like is that a half percent or is it like 10, 5 percent? You know? You know, not something I really pay that much attention to. I'd have to reread the article, pull it up online. $120 billion. Off its market cap, that's what I read. Dude, yeah. he spent $54 billion on a, on, twi- on buying Twitter. Exactly. He bought it over market value. He did. I would like to know how many of those shareholders stayed on. 
What do you mean stayed on? Well, because everybody had a chance to. He bought them all, so so people had had to either either basically people had an option to cash out their stock, huh? Or or keep their stock. Like you can't force someone to sell their stock, so it's a general offer for the company. So basically, that means he's offering to buy everybody that holds shares yeah. at 20% over the market value of shares they hold. Yeah, but a lot of people won't want to sell. They'll just hold. Like, I own shares. You're not selling? Why would I sell my shares? It sounds like it's going to go up, right? I mean, I don't know what the process is because I own them on Charles Schwab. So, you know, if Charles Schwab sells on your behalf. So, what I, what, yeah, I'll have to figure out what I want to do. Unless yeah. you have an automated account where you have a broker does all your stuff. Yeah, anyways, yeah, it's going to be an interesting ride. It just really seems... Do you think that the Rothschilds have anything to do with the war in Ukraine? I mean, I just, no, I think it's just racist racism again. I think it's just racist news coverage. Like, you know, propaganda because it's Russia. So it's like, oh, evil Russia is killing white people in Europe. Like... What, the total number dead in the first few weeks was like a few hundred. And meanwhile, like Yemen and Sudan is like thousands of people a week, you know. It's like, you know, a couple hundred thousand have died already in, you know, Yemen, for example. Iraq was like a million and a well, half. Well, that's my point. So then everyone's talking about Ukraine, not talking about Libya, Yemen, yeah. whatever else. It's just a media coverage thing. Right. But so if the media... But you know what Russia said to... What? What? Well, you know what Russia said today, right? No. Russia said, we warned you about nuclear. They did, yes. And we warned you not to arm Ukraine, and now you're directly arming. Like, just as the war was dying down, Biden makes an announcement that he's sending billions of dollars to the front line. Like, yep. not even to, not even covertly, just blah, blah, just, just rubbing it right in Putin's face. Not even trying to, like, be quiet and, like, not fucking provoke, like, not, like, you know what I mean? Disrespect him any further. Yeah, it's totally. like he I mean, really doesn't. Ukraine think is a do proxy shit. of America. Zelensky is a pu puppet of America. What are you talking about? He's a CIA puppet. So what? The whole Ukraine is America. It's a proxy of America. So Russia's fighting America, same as they've been doing for decades. But the only difference is America's invading Russia's backyard, coming right up to its border. And yeah, Russia's striking back. I I don't understand much about the the Nazi war camps or the the fucking weapons of destruction, the biological warfare, the new play Dude, that they were the designing there. Dude, this is the closest we've been to nuclear war in our lifetimes. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I'm just saying it's trippy to be like. It's weird for sure. It's trippy to be like. <laughs> this is the m most highly escalated nuclear situation since the Cuban Missile Crisis. It is. It's scary. But. I but don't it's know. worse. It feels like they have, a distraction they have to just help Biden in the midterms and a uh, way to wag the dog as no, it were. No, no, no. To distract humanity. To distract humanity and to give a, a scapegoat for inflation and the supply chain is to blame it on Ukraine, blame it on Russia because it's easier than taking a responsibility for the Federal Reserve printing $6 trillion than saying, oh, that's the cause bro, of inflation? Bro, What's the real much, cause? Do you know how much Do you know how much gas prices have gone up in Colombia? Uh, how much? Zero percent. Okay. So? So how is Biden blaming Russia when the U.S. is like one of the only countries in the Western Hemisphere where gas prices have gone up? If it's an international about, inflation issue. isn't just gas prices, bro. Gas prices fluctuate. A lot of things fluctuate. Copper prices fluctuate. Wood prices, timber prices fluctuate. Lay, you know, but like inflation's a real thing. And what causes inflation? 
And okay, okay, okay. And hold so on, hold on. right now we're an suffering from hyperinflation. As an example, let me, do you know that right. like some countries experienced fifty percent inflation last year? Let me give so you an example. That's a lot, Aaron. Fifty percent is a lot more than fucking four to seven percent. Like we're at four, six, seven, eight percent or something like America. But imagine if your car yeah, yeah, went yeah. from twenty k one year to. Forty k from six dollars a gallon to thirty dollars. Yeah, like a, a loaf of bread goes from six to twelve dollars yeah, in yeah, one year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does it do the next year? Then it goes to twenty four dollars. That's hyperinflation, and hyperinflation is happening right now around the world. Well, Chile, Argentina, Brazil. No, 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 no. Not different Chile, countries. Not Chile. Argentina, yes. Argentina. Chile, no. Are you sure I, I, not about Chile? I was just in Chile. Not unless it's like in the past two months. Mm. Argentina got destroyed the past Argentina five years. still destroyed. It's 5%. Their currency has 5% of its value from five years ago. I know. And five years ago, it wasn't very worth much. Uh, 10 years ago, they were, they were rocking. Well, the problem is the IMF loan and the U.S. gave them a bunch of money, and they were supposed to take that money and invest it in their infrastructure and produce products, which they had the resources to do. But instead, the people we gave the money to just like flew out of the country and got fucking private accounts in Switzerland and shit. <laughs> Living on yachts and the people fucking are fucked. Bad situation. And then the current administration basically to try to stop the tanking peso and cap inflation said you can only uh you can only uh you can only buy a hundred dollars worth of US dollars per month with pesos. You have to use your pesos. And that basically Jack the price of the dollar up, which made everything they buy outside of Argentina way unaffordable. But Chile is fine. Chile is fine. And Colombia is fine. Zero real inflation and 15% GDP growth. Yeah, that's good. Colombia is great. <laughs> popping, bro. Yeah. Dude, Mongolia is great too. A lot of regions are popping. Colombia just had to just absorb 2 million Venezuelan refugees because in Venezuela, you had to fucking use a wheelbarrow of their fucking paper money to buy a. A loaf of freaking bread. Exactly. Hyperinflation in Venezuela. God, just, just trash. Did you hear what else happened today? What else? Russia cut... Uh, the gas off. Yeah, because they wouldn't Poland. buy it in Ruples. Yes, exactly. By the way, just fucking a lot cut of their sense. supply of fucking energy Makes off. Makes a lot of sense, yeah. They should buy it in fucking Ruples. That's what they said. Because it's Russia. Yeah, and that's Russia's a Russian country and they use rubles. Yeah, you want it, buy it, pay it in rubles. Uh, yeah. If, if not, like, you don't, dude, don't want the big ass, you don't pay for it. Like, it's our country. We pay our currency for our resources. That's why we, it, it has value. Seem, it doesn't yeah, seem like, unreasonable. Yeah, that's like someone be like coming here and be like, hey, will you sell us your milk for Chinese renminbi? We'd be like, fuck no. Give us our dollars. Like Exactly. Don't, 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 don't freaking bring your renminbi over here. Yep. You know? Or, well, with, or or what about or, the what about or, the COVID vaccine vodka. on kids, man, and how they're still trying to Pfizer is still trying to force it on kids? Are you? Bro. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, what are my thoughts on the pharmaceutical? Yeah, is that the Rothschilds? Who's doing this? Why are they trying to force kids to take this DNA thing? Probably because of ignorance and profit. You think so? Yeah. I think they're preparing I think it might just be pure greed. people for the future vaccine virus wars. And acclimating and normalizing the mandation and lockdown if you're not vaccinated. I think this is just the prep. And it's maybe like, because the way it looks like humans are like pigs and dogs and and, pit and cattle and other animals that are mammals. You, it takes a generation or two. But like after like another 10, 20, 30 years 
of multiple lockdowns and forced vaccine mandates. Oh yeah, of other vaccine of other viruses oh, that be are no wolves and all Labradors. Yeah, after after like we'll in all the be next, Labradors. Yeah, soon soon you it'll be normal and ev- and everyone will be like, oh yeah, of course you just got to get the new jab on the new jab on the new jab on the new jab on the new jab. Wait, it's already like that. That's my point. But it's just gonna keep getting worse. Do you know that like mil- in the mil- the military? Do you know how many shots you get when you sign up? A lot. Bro, it's like 12 and then like three boosters a year. But you know what? Some of the brass doesn't have to do it. It's only like the like like front line kind of. I don't know, bro. It's it's a uh, it's a weird thing. You know, Congress is exempt, right? Do you think that do you know uh, Congress is exempt from the shot? Do you think that China, since they are allowing, um, you know, genetic modification? I don't know. I think COVID might be worse than we all think. I think this might be the, I think the way you're saying the precursor for getting us ready for all this defense. Yeah. I think the COVID might have been the precursor for the really bad, for a really bad long-term thing. Hey, buddy. A really bad long-term thing. You ready to play? Yeah. Yeah, you ready? All right, Eric. This was good, bud. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here on another episode of Real Real Talk Talk Stories. Real Talk Stories. Live All right. From the Juan, nos vamos. Hablamos Paz tarde. y amor. Ciao, gracias. Paz y amor. Paz y amor. Peace, amor. Peace and love. Oh, bro, I'm, then, I'm um, not. I have to like buy it. I have to change my plane flight.